Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 22nd day of December. I'm your host, Paul White. It's midway through the week. It's Wednesday. We're coming up on Christmas. Let me give you the layout for the next few days. Today and tomorrow, we're going to deal with the covenant that Abraham is in with God and what his role is, because he does have an actually active role, which will lead us into a conversation of the subjective. There's the objective, which is what God does, and the subjective, which is what we do, and that is an actual thing, and we get the first hints of that in Genesis 17. We're going to deal with that today. Uh, Hopefully we can get into that fairly deep, and if we If it takes us two days, it takes us two days, but I also like to get into the name change of Sarah. That leads us up to Christmas Eve. On Friday, we're going to deal a couple of days with the Christmas holiday and what it means for us, 24th and 25th. And then on Sunday, the 26th, we will jump to Galatians, where we will work with the Apostle Paul because he has a lot to say about the Sarah Hagar experience as an allegory. And he has a lot to say about circumcision. And we're going to work on that for a few days next week before the essay edition closes the year. And that'll get us up and running into the new year in January as we continue this work uh, on Abraham and his story. We'll probably be in Galatians for a little while because there's a lot to say. Speaking of circumcision, that is the topic. When you get into Genesis 17 and God says to Abraham in verse 9, as for you... You shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. And then God lays out that it is to happen on the eighth day. That is eight is the number of a new creation because Seven was the full week of creation, so the number eight is a new day. It's moving into a new week. It follows the seventh day of rest. Uh, it, it, you're in a new world, technically. If Sunday is day one and Saturday is day seven, the second Sunday is day eight. Jesus comes out of the tomb on a Sunday, which means Jesus comes out of the tomb on day one or day eight. So in the numerology, day eight has the significance as a brand new number one, if if we're counting in cycles of seven. So if you go to eight, you're really going to a new one. So when you see an eight, it has to do with that in a lot of respects in Hebrew literature. So when God says to circumcise the boy at eight days old, circumcision then takes on a connotation of new, new creation. The cutting off of the foreskin equaling the recognition of a new possibility. The circumcised Israelites were a version of a new people on the earth because they were circumcised, which was a very unusual practice. Some scholars say unique to the Israelites, that it wasn't something that was celebrated across cultures. One of the most unique things Israel contributes because there's law codes in every uh, culture, there's creation myths in every culture, all the way down to the flood story in every culture. 
but circumcision, now we're getting into new territory. And the fact that it's to be on an eighth day connects it spiritually so that what they are doing is recognizing that they are in a new world, a new people on the earth. So as Abraham comes into yet another recognition of God, he has just been introduced to the Almighty God, the El Shaddai. He's had his name changed from Abram to Abraham, from, from an uh, exalted father to a father of a multitude where the world has changed now. And what I mean by the world, his world has changed from being about him to being about his generations following him. And then what he does in the covenant then is circumcise. This becomes the subjective. This becomes what Abraham does to honor his end of covenant. Remember, he entered into this covenant in Genesis 15 by God passing between the pieces, the, the burning furnace and the, the smoking furnace and the burning lamp, sort of representative of, the, of natures of God. God is the consuming fire. Jesus is the light of the world. You could say that allegorically it was God the Father and God the Son passing between the pieces in that, in that moment of darkness. And then you can see that repeated at Calvary. God enters into covenant with himself. God cr- puts the new covenant into existence. Abram is invited into that. All he has to do is believe, but he is told that in order to be in that covenant, he is to circumcise. This is the subjective part. And this is why I am not prepared, as some do that teach the new covenant, to say that everyone is receiving everything the new covenant has to offer. Um, I don't think that's the case. And the reason for that is there is the subjective in the Old Testament, and then there is the subjective in the New Testament. In the Old, Abraham circumcises his family And through that circumcision, they are physically identified as recipients of covenant. To refuse to circumcise is to refuse the covenant. Circumcision effectively is a cutting. In the New Testament, we don't have an injunction to physically circumcise, but we do have an injunction to spiritually circumcise so that the cutting is of what the Apostle Paul will call the cutting of the heart, not the cutting of the flesh. And he equates that cutting of the heart as believing on Christ and receiving Him as the transformation. This then becomes the active role of the Holy Spirit. So our subjectiveness in a New Testament sense is the receiving by faith of Christ. In the Old Testament sense, physical circumcision. You even circumcised those who came into your household as members of the family, regardless of their age. Those male servants or male slaves or or men who converted to what we would call Judaism and they would have just called the covenant, uh, they were to be circumcised as a part of that subjectiveness of of what your role looks like. And so We receive the cutting of the heart by receiving the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. The cutting of Jesus is the cutting of us. This is why we effectively see ourselves on the cross with Him. 
and then we live that out. Okay, tomorrow I want to talk about Sarah's name change and what significance, if any, that has for us. And we'll see you tomorrow. God bless.